Hi guys, remember back in our last, last episode, right, when I said that we will be figuring out why Mary's dog isn't racist, well, this is that episode, stay tuned, alright, today we will be discussing section two of The Wasteland, a game of chess. Wow, mm-hmm. don't you guys think that's a bit of an interesting title? I do, oh, Danny. Doesn't that make you wonder what it does, Danny? Means? What is it making you wonder? Well, we already know that this poem has the background of like war times, and a lot of time war is equated to chess. So chess, war, it goes together. Furthermore, mm. chess is often described as a strategic battle. Now, this doesn't have to be a strategic battle between like two countries per se. It could be a battle between two people. Mayhaps in a relationship. Mayhaps it's it's their their arguments and they're trying to outsmart the other to get their way. Mm-hmm. I think this is even more emphasized by the strategic battles and relationships we see uh, as we progress through this section. Thank you. Yeah. Very beautiful. That sounded very good. Very I think that's very smart. Very beautiful. And I think also chess has to do something with royalty as well, because when I think of chess, I think of very fancy, fancy people playing chess, fancy games, stuff like that. Indeed. It mm-hmm. is it is very fancy. Matter of fact, lines yeah, 77 through 98, you see all this beautiful, divine, and very elegant imagery presented. Mm-hmm. And so it makes chess seem like this very, very regal, very strategic, very methodical, very beautiful thing. What a great vocab word. <laughs> beautiful. Couldn't have said any better myself. Beautiful. I love that word, beautiful. Beautiful. Mary. Yeah, beautiful. Mm. <laughs> I love that word, beautiful, Mary. I do. So I think another important uh, part to mention is there was a Greek uh, mythological story in, <laughs> in mythological? this. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm sure the audience understands what I'm trying to reciprocate. Um, but anyway, and it is about. Philomel, who are the story of Philomel. And the story of Philomel uh, is interesting because you'd wonder why would Eliot include this into his poem? It's such a random thing to throw in there. Uh, but the story of Philomel is actually uh, it's called a, a beautiful lady. I knew you would get and what I was putting down. I got you. It was a beautiful lady. And she was raped by a king. But her sister was a very powerful god. And the king knew that uh, this beautiful lady would go tell her sister about the evil deeds that he's done. So he cut her tongue out. And obviously she wasn't able to tell her sister um, what happened to her. And everyone thought she was insane and crazy for trying to come up with this. And able to use her uh, hands and motions to come up with a story to reveal uh, what happened to her. And I believe this is put into the poem because it is used to represent how some people, specifically royal people, as Danny pointed out earlier, that they feel trapped. And that although the war wasn't necessarily their fault exactly, they feel as though they have no escape from it, you know, even then. Even though they're at the top of the class, they're royal, they have everything they could ever want in life. They still feel trapped. And there's nowhere higher to go other than being royal. King or queen, you can't get any better than that. But if you feel trapped there, you're just going to feel trapped forever. That's a sad life. You know, mm-hmm. that king, he sounds like a real piece of work, right? Mm-hmm. You want to know what he reminds me of? Mm-hmm. Lil's husband. Poor Lil married this man, probably not by choice, because back in the day, women were forced into marriage because men, especially this specific man, they were horrible people. All they wanted was sex, 
They wanted babies. They wanted money. And they wanted their wives to lay there while they enjoyed themselves. That sounds so gross. Ew, it I'm was so gross. sorry. It, it is, is disgusting. You scootily pooping, obviously, right? Nothing else was scootily pooping. Continue. Scootily pooping. Mm. Poor Lil had to endure this while her husband put his pleasure on her. She did not want any children. None. She, her health could not take it. But you want to know what? He did not listen because it was all for his pleasure. All the scootily pooping. Which ties into Mary's dog, Bez. He hates men like that. I hope you know. He is not racist. How he came to that conclusion, I will not be explaining. But he does not. He's not racist. He's not he racist. just hates mean men. He's not racist. Now, continuing off of what Crystal said uh, for Lil, I think an important thing is in the poem, uh, Elliot mentions that uh, she was given money from a friend to fix her false teeth, but she didn't use that money for that. And instead, it states on line 159 to 160 that it's them pills I took to bring it off, she said. To bring she's off, already, man. oh, uh, children, Crystal, children. children. Uh, she's, already know that. Have, she's already had five already and nearly died of young George, Poor meaning George. that she took abortion pills in order to not have children because she doesn't want kids anymore. What? And I think this is important because it fits into the whole theme of the wasteland because Nothing can fix the wasteland. Emotions can't fix the wasteland. Magic can't fix the wasteland. Nothing physical can fix the, the wasteland. And life itself can't even fix the wasteland. So the continuation of killing off life and not bringing life into the wasteland is another example of how it can't be fixed. No miracle, nothing bright is, able, is going to be able to change or fix anything. So there's no point of bringing life into the wasteland in the first place. Because they're stuck just like... The famous clairvoyant from section one explained in her fake tarot cards. Mm. Thank you, Kristen. I love these connections. Mm. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Well, if you think about it, this entire section, especially the part with Lil and her husband, it really all comes down to this theme, again, of life, but not just life, but love and sexuality. So why was Elliot trying to hammer this theme down? especially in this section. Well, in this wasteland, it shows that love, it shows love at its worst. Mm. And it is a result of the wasteland that they're living in. Mm. Elliot was trying to show that this modern world, this post-World War I world, does not see sex as a private sacred, sacred act, but rather it's seen as an easy way for pleasure. And the importance of love is lost. Just like we saw through Lil's husband. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> Very beautiful. Yes, that was my stomach. <laughs> Please ignore that. But I think that wraps up our second episode for this podcast. We're making um, real progress. I hope you I all hope. enjoyed. Remember uh, to hit the like and um, subscribe to our podcast. Stay away from the nasty man like Lil's husband. Mm. Yes. Please, you take it from me. You don't want it. Not like that. Not like that. All right. Not like that. See you in the next episode. Bye.